0: It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Oh, shalom! Happy Sunday, or whenever this comes out. But, you know what? Every day Sunday when you worship our Lord and Savior. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, the Sabbath no could just
1: be in the bathroom
0: could could just be taking a shit your lord and saviors i remember being a kid you remember, were you ever like that when they're like god is everywhere or like our my mom was real big on like <clears throat> no everyone in our family who's died watches over us and i'm like like does she follow me while i'm taking a dump or like
1: i, I never really thought it in the dump sense but i did take it very seriously like i was in church um one Easter Sunday just bored out of my mind as like a 13-year-old, and I said in church to myself, just in my own brain, I'm going to shave my head when I get home. And because I said it in church, I got home, I was like, gotta do it, so I snuck into my grandma's bathroom (laughs) and just started bicking it. and just Bick? I I had to bick it. I was doing it with like an electric shaver meant for your face with a little clip attached. Anyway, it was no good. I didn't know what I was doing, so I just fucked it up enough where... I had to let, like, my sister help, then my cousin started helping me, but all because of the Lord.
0: You can't just start with a pick. Welcome to Hats Off, Gloves Off, Hats Off to those deserve it, Gloves Off to those deserve it, Pats on the back, Pats on the fanny, Finger Pointing and Finger Blasting, the good and the bad, the yin and the yang, the Andrew Yang. Um, You do a good, we praise you for it, you do a bad, oh boy, are you going to get it. Um, First on the list... Hold on, I
1: have a quick public service announcement.
0: Is it, uh, perhaps, news?
1: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh-huh. It's just a public service announcement. Advice uh, for the world. Let's hear it. Uh, in, the, in the famed movie Rush Hour, Chris Tucker says, never touch a black man's radio.
0: You never touch a black man's radio. Well, I
1: had a moment. I just wanted to tell the, all the listeners, never touch a white man's
0: toolbox. Nope. I can, I can, I can guarantee that. It also there's a there's a spectrum though where uh, you, I just don't touch anybody's toolbox. Like I've been working with some guys like yeah no toolbox. I'm gonna kiss you on the lips before I open that snap on tray. You know what I mean? Like hey, can I get a screwdriver? Like yeah, I'm gonna peek inside when you open it. Just I asked this see guy for a goods. screwdriver. I, this guy I work with. I asked for a screwdriver maybe two times a week. I ask every time, but. Um, Sometimes you don't need to ask if it's all like, you know what I mean? If it's all crusty and like you open up the drawers and there's just sockets next to screwdrivers, I'm like, this guy doesn't care. He's got nothing going on. Sockets next to screwdrivers? Are you (laughs) out of your mind? What are you nuts? (laughs) This is a crazy guy.
1: But um, it's unnerving. It doesn't feel good. It's like when you have your car broken into, it feels kind of violating. And yeah, don't be funneling around in my toolbox. It's organized the way it is because I like it that way. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that works great for that. Rush Hour reboot we're making, where instead of a black and a Chinese, it's going to be a white guy and... Uh... A
1: toolbox. A talking toolbox. <laughs>
0: and a talking toolbox. It'll be a black toolbox. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to reach out to Craftsman. Uh, to... <laughs> They're hopefully going to pay for the bulk of the movie, because that's a lot of CGI. Yeah. Or, or maybe we'll just get, like, puppets. You know what I mean? So just the trays are coming in and out. I got sticks in my hands. Oh, that'd be cool. Kind of Jim Henson. Old school stuff. I was thinking about that when... um. We were watching The Wizard of Oz at that cemetery. I was like, I'm fully in on this movie. It looks like shit, but I'm completely in. Why can't we just make a movie? Like, it's got to cost a hundredth of the price to just have, like, shitty hand-painted sets and obviously, like, fake flower fields. Like, yeah, like a why play. Why do you need to go all the, the way background.
1: Out? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I su-
0: I've suspended disbelief. I'm in this world, so it doesn't need to look good. Look good enough. Unless it's like Chris Hemsworth or The Rock, like, you know, extracting somebody or in a a large skyscraper. Then go all out, because that's what I'm there for. Idris Elba running up the side of a building in Fast and the Furious movie for some reason. But
1: a cool classic adventure story.
0: Yeah, I don't need it to look fantastical.
1: Let's do it. Black and white, all painted, hand-painted sets. Feature film. (laughs) Let's
0: get the munchkins back. That's a challenge. We're doing the Rush Hour reboot.
1: We're doing black and white, and we're not going to color, all right? We're staying with black and white. Then we're going sepia tone, or yeah. sepia. I haven't decided.
0: Fuck you, Technicolor. Um, all right, I'm going to kick it off. This one is a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. So this one, hear me out before you judge the hats off nature Hear of this me one. out. So some of you might know um, the comedian Horatio Sands.
1: Yes, I like the uh, yeah. I know
0: comedian and former Saturday Night Live cast member. He did like the um, that, he, he, he would was on like
1: stoned
0: with Jimmy. Him Fallon. and Jimmy
1: that was really funny. Him and Jimmy Fallon being stoned dorm mates. I remember digging that one.
0: Yeah, that was good when I we was were
1: prime demographic for that. Yeah, one.
0: when we were thirteen, I was like, I think I know what weed is.
1: That's is- probably all I remember <laughs> about Horatio Sands.
0: Um, yeah, classic fat guy. I mean, every generation of SNL needs a fat guy because you know what I mean. Sometimes you need fat people. And then now it's fat chicks, which I think is why it's gone downhill. But um, that's neither here nor there. He has been accused of grooming and sexually assaulting a 17-year-old in 2002. Which, first of all, hey, what are you waiting for? 2002, you know what I mean? But Whatever, maybe it just took her 17 years to build up the courage. 19 years? I'm not hating her for that. I'm just... Alright, this is... You waited this long, like you should. You're 38 now. Get a fucking. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that, I mean, 20 years. Is there? A, what's the statute? 25
0: on rape? I don't know. Who but I got cares? A, All right, I got a computer in
1: front of me. Now, who cares about clear. rape? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we don't need statute. So the plaintiff has. A All right,
0: so Horatio Sands
1: did some naughty stuff to a 17 year old.
0: Yeah, um, in allegedly in 1999, when she was 14, he started posting on various. She started posting on a. Various online websites, message boards, and chat rooms surrounding the show Saturday Night Live. Um, in January 2000, Sands and one of his colleagues, which he's left out of the article, much better publicist Lord than, Michaels. than the other guy, <laughs> a nice lawyer colleague, they emailed the girl, and thereafter Sands began his process of grooming the plaintiff. Hearsay. First of all, hearsay. And then you get to the next paragraph. He's accused of engaging with the minor on AOL Instant Messenger. Hey. Classic. Weren't those the days? I remember going on AOL and it's just the list of chat rooms and just being like, lesbians, this will be hot, right? And then it's, no, it's just lesbians talking about, I don't know, Subarus and... New Mexico and shit. I don't
1: remember what they were talking about. All I was just typing in was inappropriate stuff to strangers. I actually just went on AOL.com to see if they still had chat rooms. And yeah. They don't.
0: I remember I got on the lesbian chat room. I just remember typing like, hey, I'm also a lesbian. What's up, guys? And I was thinking like, you know, they're just going to rain down sweet, like, <laughs> pussy knowledge on me. But instead, they were just like, it was just a safe place for lesbians to talk about boring shit, unfortunately. But anyway, um, he had conversations with this woman who he uh, found... On this AOL site, uh, this chat room, uh, conversations to discuss sex, sexual experiences, sexual activities, sexual fantasies, and masturbation. The then 16-year-old continued to solicit inappropriate photographs of her. With the then, okay, never mind. So she was 16 at the time. It doesn't say that he knew that. In May of 2002, the lawsuit alleges that (laughs) Sands sexually abused the 17-year-old girl by kissing her groping her breast, groping her buttocks and digitally penetrating her genitals forcibly without the plaintiff's consent. And now, so this is part, part of the hats off. Cause we've covered many of these type of articles, many a article on this podcast. And this, this uh, author of the article did it right. Cause we've seen before they would have started with like, Oh, he digitally penetrated her. And then he kissed her. You're like, you buried the lead, man. He, this guy built up kissing. He, he in this paragraph, he did foreplay. Horatio? No, no. (laughs) The author of the article. Oh, the the journalist himself. Yeah, he built you up. He said, kissing? All All right. Things are heating up. Groping breasts? Okay. Groping buttocks? All right. Equal on the breast buttocks level, but things are getting spicy. Hands are moving. And then digitally penetrating. Boom. Blowing out the candles.
1: That's how it goes, generally. I don't go straight for the digital penetrating when I consensually do that to people
0: absolutely i not.
1: start with kissing kissing pretty much always is the first one yeah usually the lips touch and then the fingers because
0: <laughs> <laughs> every time we touch but I get i'm this no big
1: wig snl guy pulling in 14 year olds and man he has the time to groom them over years because i feel like that would get in my way let's say uh that was my mo i wanted to get 14 year olds like I got to talk to him for three years or four. Yeah. However many years before. Yeah. No, thank you. Get no way. Okay, cool. I'll just find like a 20 year old who looks younger. Right. Wouldn't that be the move?
0: Yeah. And also. Like, yeah,
1: I'm not putting in time for that.
0: I've also talked to girls who were like, no, when I was 16, 17, like I just wanted to get fucked and I would lie. But they don't hold like a gripe against the guy. You know what I mean? They're not like filing anything, but they just like, I don't know. Anyway, it's nuanced. This chick obviously didn't have a good time. Oh, oh! By the way, all of this took place. It says groping breasts, buttocks, and digitally penetrating at and after SNL parties. This chick, first of all, just show a little bit of gratitude. Maybe that's why she put this moratorium, you know, on uh, on reporting him for a while because she was like, she was a teenager. She's on SNL, all these you know forums and blogs and chat sites back in the day, and now she's hanging out with one of the guys. She's at the SNL parties. Yeah, she uh, definitely was
1: into it. Now she's looking back and going like, you know what? That was creepy as hell. I was too young. I shouldn't have been doing that. 100%. There should have been adults around saying, hey, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? Which is all very much true, but that wasn't the case. And she was partying with uh, some big dogs.
0: Well, think about that, too. She was hanging out with... She's in the same room as Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey. Like, that era? Rachel Dratch? That was the... I mean... As far as I'm concerned that's the like the only watchable part of SNL, the only watchable era, but also cuz I was 13 at the time, you know. But uh who knows. So in uh why this is also a hats off is because there were some adults around my friend and uh none too cool these other adults. Uh the lawsuit alleges um which it also names NBC Universal and Saturday Night Live Studios as defendants because they claim to have evidence that NBC and SNL permitted and enabled Sans to groom and harm the girl. Permitted and enabled. Which is, that's why it's a hats off, is because fucking. <laughs> If they have evidence of this, SNL has been leading the charge in terms of, like, this culture war for that side. You know what I mean? They're up on the forefront. They have Hillary Clinton fucking doing the piano or whatever and... Doing the piano. I don't know. I didn't see it. But, I didn't even know But I didn't a lot of people in my thing. hometown were upset Sound about it. Sounds
1: soulful.
0: I'm assuming it was a... Uh, no, it was not the actual Hillary Clinton. It was a... Uh, um, uh, what's her name? The one with the bug eyes playing Hillary Clinton.
1: Sure, okay. And I'm sure
0: sad. it was hilarious okay yeah
1: but so they might have evidence of Lauren Michaels being in on this and I don't
0: know if it goes all the way up to you know the top floor. general
1: electric we're gonna be selling our washing
0: <laughs> machines pretty soon <laughs> yeah so I don't I don't know if it goes all the way to the top floor but NBC and SNL are named as defendants in the lawsuit so it would be funny I just like when these people sally up on one side of this culture war and then they get taken down and then they get seen obviously get revealed as the obvious creepy incestuous fucking entertainment hellhole like all of entertainment is grooming and fucking children (laughs) that was cute but nbc did not comment which is they should have got
1: baldwin to say something yeah, or Stephen, not Alec. He's they, had <laughs> his time. Let's get Steven back.
0: Get Steven Baldwin in here. The hottest. the Clearly the hottest. The only one that's not overweight nowadays. The, um, they should get uh, Adam Sandler to come on as Canteen Boy to, to be like, these accusations are false. Oh, yeah, the camper. Yeah, exactly. That's how they could win people over. They just brought back beloved characters like Will Ferrell and fucking, uh, what's her name, as the cheerleaders. Just being like, yay, Horatio, we vouched for him.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm sure you could do a dark deep dive on all those weird sketches that didn't age well, probably from 20 years ago. You know, like the there were probably some weird, really weird ones from back in
0: the day. Oh, I'm sure there is. But uh, that's it. Hats off because this lawsuit is, uh, I don't know, hats off because this girl's finally getting justice. Congrats on getting the courage 19 years later. But also... I'm a, this might be a snowball effect on SNL. We'll see what's in the lawsuit. But honestly, I mean, being aware of these things, they're probably just going to settle. And we and the public will know nothing of it. And they can go back to, I don't know, who's on it now? is. Uh, who's on SNL now? I couldn't name a single cast member. But, Punky, yeah. Hell yeah, oh, Punky. Yeah, but I, I, I haven't seen a single clip of her. They, I have. They got someone else to play Aunt Jemima? Are you fucking kidding me? I
1: was pissed. That's the one I saw. But uh, anyway, Punky's cool, but uh, yeah. I got a hats off for you for you suckers out there. Hats off to you, sir. Let's hear it. It's been dark times. It's been hot. COVID swept in. The heat's come in. People are fired up. They're angry. I found a place of peace where a man can sit and eat some cabbage balls. Oh, I call this place Factors Deli. Hats off to you, my friend. Hats off. Hats off to Factors Deli for uh, numerous reasons. Where's it located? Down, way down. Just keep going down La Brea, some goofy direction. You just keep, you just go, and you hit it.
0: All right. What's the real name of the place?
1: Factors Deli. Go down La Brea towards the beach. It's where the. Cl- I realize one. I live in a very Jewish neighborhood. I live in trash Jew neighborhood. Yeah. We are white trash Jews. I need to upgrade to the fancy Jews.
0: You need to go down to Wilshire.
1: I have no cool. Yeah, yeah. I have no cool delis by me. Um, I'm just upset, but I'm happy because I found this deli, and the reason is such a nice place. One, I was the only one in there. Except for one other guy watching the Dodger game. No delis have TVs and Dodger games going I ever go to. Delicious delis. Great delis.
0: No Dodger games.
1: But then, the art on the wall. They have this cool old super 80s Kings poster. Then I go pee. They have autographed Tommy Lasorda in the bathroom. Then I'm sitting below a Godfather poster autographed by Coppola. Then there's just all the posters are cool. Then there's some Mel Brooks stuff. (laughs) Way into it. I was gonna go with the classic sandwich, then I went with the cabbage balls.
0: Cabbage balls, okay, yeah. Stuff ca- with
1: what? Stuffed cabbage, ground beef. You can do ground beef or ground turkey. They're amazing. All right. My mom makes them way good. But check it out. So you can get the dinner, or you can get like the dinner dinner, and it says it comes with an appetizer. So I'm like, oh, what am I throwing a little chicken wings in here? A little, you know?
0: Yeah. What's po- on the app?
1: Potato skins. And I look, and it was. I got kind of ma- mad because I thought it was like tricky jew tricks you know because they were they were jewy appetizers they've been known the appetizers were like gefilte fish creamed herring and i was like fuck fuck but then i saw egg salad okay it's like all right give me that just put it into go container i want nothing to do with it now so i've made two sandwiches with it so it was a good appetizer yeah it fed me for it gave me two more sandwiches but then this, the, what really made it, you know, we've been isolated lately. We've been getting food delivery. I'm not talking to servers. I'm not chopping it up with people. No. And I think the, the waiter, to be honest, saw me and kind of judged me. And then he saw what I ordered.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, you like that stuff? I was like, yeah, man, that's good. My mom makes it. I like hers better, but this one's good. And then he starts talking to me about his favorite dish that his mom makes. He's like, she makes tongue with this tomatillo sauce, and she roasts it. And anyway. She, Jewish guy? Uh, lit, lit, <laughs> uh, From the la- Latino zone Maybe we can cast him as the Latino toolbox Maybe, yeah, the Latinx zone So he's telling me about that And then we're just talking about food I'm like, dude, I've had tongue sandwiches I've had tongue tacos, brain, stomach Never had a tongue row You know, we're just talking about straight up This is like a man talking about his dead mom And the one thing he misses most from her So that was a special moment Then it's a tie game Nine, or one, one they're playing the Mets, which seems pretty symbolic. Like, New York Delis came from New York, all that yeah. stuff. Tie game, 1-1. The Dodgers close it out right as I finish my meal. The restaurant's closing. It's a bummer they close early. but uh, down Everybody closes spot.
0: early these days.
1: But also, this place has a power. I posted videos of it online, and I had two people reach out and be like, where is that place? Let's go. I post shit all the time. No one responds to me. I just I get didn't crying reply emojis. I, just,
0: I didn't say. because I just... You know, I didn't reach out, because I just assumed, you would know, I'm in. For I had one, fr-
1: yeah, no, I know, but one friend just gave crying emoji, and I thought he was going to make an anti-Semitic joke, like, how dare you eat at <laughs> a place like that. That's what I was expecting, having, being a comedian, and then he just goes, I love stuffed cabbage, you know, that's like making me weep looking at it. So, dude, this place has an aura, I'm just saying.
0: Uh, no, I'm into it. I and I'm I've driven by it a million times, never
1: been, it was my first time, so, whoo. And yeah. I literally just pulled over because it was Saturday and I saw Jewish people walking around everywhere in their favorite outfits. And
0: let's be frank, they only have one outfit.
1: And I just pulled over and I typed in deli near me and I was within walking distance. I didn't even have to like really re park or anything. That's awesome. So,
0: um, yeah, I'm bummed. I, gotta, I might have to move because our diner sucks. They're open for, like, four hours, three days a week. Which, granted, it's because nobody wants to work and COVID and blah. Some people are just tired of shutting down every three weeks and th- nobody knows the news. Well, Cactus but- Taco used to be open until 3 a.m. It's open till like, 10 p.m. every night now. It's awful, dude. Fuck Norm's it. big Thanks, boy. Thanks, Biden. I'm not even as mad about the gas. I'm mad that the diner... I can't go get a Reuben at four in the morning. Yep. You fucking commies. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm glad you... Uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm glad you finally stopped at that place you've driven by probably a thousand times. Yeah, it was cool. The moral of this story is to try new things, folks. Like possibly a movie about a <laughs> a white cop and his, his uh, Latino toolbox fighting crime.
1: How could that not be a good movie? It's inclusive.
0: We can get Cheech, maybe. Um, is he still alive? Yes. Did one of them die? I feel like... I don't think so. When I we went to jail, something big happened. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm going to move on over to... Ugh. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. Hats off to... Uh, let's see his name. You guys know, if we say your name, you're doing it right. Dola Indidis. Indidis? Dola Indidis. He's a Kenyan lawyer. Dola Indidis. Um... He has opened up a lawsuit against Israel and Italy Ooh! for killing our Lord and Savior. Ooh. <laughs> Get those soldiers, man. Which, first of all, Israel didn't exist for like 2,500 years, you know? That's a stretch, but we can go after the Italians. I'm being hyperbolic. Well, okay, let's realistically, Israel didn't exist for what, 1,500 years? You know what I mean It existed in biblical times and then they had to keep dipping out, you know, obviously people aren't fans of them.
1: They had trouble.
0: They had a couple of troubles. Um and then Italy as they're like, "Hey, what's what's Rome now?" They're like Italy the the government of Italy was unified like 140, 150 years ago. Like Italy didn't exist. It was a collection of city-states. But the people who killed Christ it did exist, and then this is where it's where that case comes in. Are there country lines on murder? When Tony Soprano's talking to the fucking Jews, and he's like, "And we're the Israelites." And what happened to the Romans? And he you're, goes, you're looking at him. You're pal. fucking looking at him, pal. And I'm like, well, that solves it for me. You guys just claimed to be Romans. Now you're liable in a lawsuit, Mr. Soprano.
1: Yeah, nice job, David Chase. You're now responsible for the biggest lawsuit against Italian people <laughs> since, I don't know, the Chef Boyardee incident.
0: Since, I don't know, Rico laws in the 90s. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a, that was easy. I should have thought of the mobster.
0: Uh, or, I don't know, did somebody ever sue Spaghetti at one point? Did... <laughs> I'm trying to... Nobody sues Italian people because Italians, they handle it their way. huh? So he's just he's arguing basically that the trial and crucifixion of Jesus was unlawful. I agree. The trial, the crucifixion was not unlawful. But the questioning and their methods of accusing him was absolutely unlawful.
1: Sure. Yeah, you could kill people. That was that was legal. I see what you're saying, but I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I disagree with the way they went about it definitely they so th- could have killed him in a nicer way uh, or not killed him
0: or not killed him but honestly wouldn't that have been that would
1: have been a lot cooler jesus just kind of died of old age from natural causes just like a really cool guy everyone liked him
0: yeah but he would have like aged like axel rose you know what i mean it's like the kurt cobain thing he probably would have just been another boring like oh, save the environment fucking rock star you know what i mean he had to have died
1: now he could have done like a bill murray thing Gotten Cobain. older and somehow became cooler the older he got.
0: Like, look at Eddie Vedder. Like he's even boring himself. Well,
1: yeah, I'm not. Do not compare Eddie Vedder to the <laughs> Christ. How dare you?
0: <laughs> they won't have long hair and they.
1: No, no, no. I mean, I could, I could deal with. Don't Kurt you remember Cobain. in the in
0: the New Testament when Christ is doing his MTV <laughs> unplugged? And I'm feeling <laughs> like I should walk on water and turn all these fish into more fish. Oh, would you please stop? Pounding these nails into my wrists. (laughs) Oh, gee! How could you do this to me? I was a brother again. Oh, that's that's
1: Creed. They are biblically affiliated.
0: Now, don't you dare! The same level of upset he was. I'm upset. You just compared Creed to fucking Pearl Jam. So anyway. Yeah.
1: Why doesn't Pearl Jam fly around on strings? (laughs)
0: so this is a symbolic obviously it's like Emmett till or something where the the guy's already dead or trump pardoned what's his name the boxer um uh fuck what's his name not muhammad what did he no muhammad ali doesn't even the the famous jack johnson
1: yeah yeah sure
0: yeah anyway it's like a a symbolic like you could
1: get money one cool thing uh in manhattan beach a long time ago this black couple had uh badass beachfront property and had a resort and then they just threw an eminent domain and jacked it from them and they just recently gave the family members like what the selling price would have been with 20 anyway so the family at least got some coin for uh property that was like actually legitimately in their family for (laughs) forever they got like
0: three million dollars you find christ innocent two thousand years two thousand and twenty one years later i'm hearing exactly um Or no, wait, it's his birth is the year zero, right? Or is it now scientists are like, he was actually born in the year three beast. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, for math's sake. Stop confusing us. Yeah, we're talking about 2,000 years. Does 30 fucking years make a difference? Anyway, um, I think it's beautiful. But the problem is you're going to have all these people coming out of the woodwork now saying they were Jesus and they want reparations. You know what I mean? They're not exactly... You know what I mean? Imagine the West Memphis Three on fucking crack. The West Memphis Three on steroids.
1: Yeah, well, they had to sign a thing before they got released that they could would never, you know, get sue them or say, you guys are naughty boys. The uh, We technically did it, I guess, sort of. So he
0: named the defendants, including Pontius Pilate, King Herod, and the Emperor of Rome. As, lo- as well as various Guilty, states. guilty,
1: guilty for being jerks.
0: Oh, if guilt, if, if... And honestly, I mean, the Middle East today is like cutting off your hands for shoplifting. I guarantee being a jerk was a crime back then. had to have been. had to have been. Also named several states of Israel and Italy. Uh, I filed the case. I filed the case because it is my duty to uphold the dignity of Jesus. And I have gone to the ICJ to seek justice for this great man from Nazareth. So, selective media malicious uh, propositions... Prosecution violated his human rights through medical and judicial misconduct, abuse of op- office, and prejudice. Shout out to you, Dola Indidis, doing a good Christian work. Did you? If I would have told you there's some good Christian news, would you ever have thought it was coming out of Kenya today?
1: I would. I would have called you crazy and probably slapped you.
0: <laughs> oh no. Um So, he's basically challenging the mode of questioning used during Jesus' trial. So, he's he's calling kangaroo court on the fucking Romans. Nice. Um, The punishment uh, methods of Jesus, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, crown of thorns. Come on, bud. Uncalled for.
1: It's like, it was like, you know, they have to... Put something wet on your head if you're getting the electric chair. It's not like the crown of thorns helped kill him. Maybe it helped kill him faster.
0: Well, speaking of Emmett Till, all you had to do was like a white lady just had to point out a black teenager and everybody believed him. Imagine how easy it was 2,000 years prior to that. Where they're like, this guy said he's God. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just trying to get people to like hug each other.
1: The guy doing magic. Yeah, of course. He's, yeah. Typical.
0: Also, Jesus never said he walked on water. Jesus was a pretty chill dude. He just like walked around taking mushrooms, fucking prostitutes, hanging out with his bros. And then went into the temple and flipped over all the money changers tables or walking on water, water to wine. That's all hearsay.
1: Well, he could have just been tripping and said that because one of my first mushroom trips, I went to a park and I thought I could walk into the water. No problem. And I got wet, you know, so I might just been like, hey, Jesus was fucked up. Remember when he said he could walk on water? (laughs) Crazy son of a bitch. Some of those presents. He just taped some fish to his feet and was walking around. Man, it was.
0: Oh, he was just skiing on some large fish.
1: Yeah, well, the thought could be, such a long time ago, there were so many fish on the water that you literally could walk across water, and it just appeared like he did. Like he knew a spot where all the fish channeled and had a had a you know a little that traffic many jam. Fish? Come on, why not?
0: That's a lot of. F- also, I guess yeah, Jesus. He was probably what like five three, five four. He was a gaunt guy. He was a disciplined, humble man. So he was, I don't know, walking around.
1: Stepped lightly. He maybe pranced along the water.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it was just... Really a, quickly. Maybe he just found a sandbar and people were like 100 feet away. So it just looked like he was Yeah, I like my water. fish
1: theory. It's more fun. But, uh... <laughs> well.
0: It sounds like a fish theory. The band fish theory. Hey. Meaning you're on psychedelics, my friend. Because I'm not buying any of this junk. Um... Hats so, off for me. If, he's claiming there more. <laughs> he's claiming some of the some of those present, meaning the uh, the inquisitors, uh, spat in his face, struck him with their fists, slapped him, taunted him, and pronounced him worthy of death. Prior to trial, innocent till proven guilty, my friend. I, I understand this was fifteen hundred years before the Magna Carta, but fucking common sense, my friend. We already had the tablets. Uh, the government for whom they acted is still answerable for their act. Once again, the government for whom they acted perished thousands of years ago. The Roman Empire fell, my friend. The Israelites, they fell on hard times as well. They yeah. I'm sure you guys are aware. It all went down. It's pretty, you know, well known. So it's not the government for whom they acted is still answerable. The government for whom they acted does not exist. What are you going What are you going to go hold court in Constantinople and fry some turkey guy Turkish guy because they were the Eastern Roman? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, go find me a biz- Byzantine, and I'll hear your case out. But, uh so I, I like that the, he's pulling this symbolic move, but... Um, yeah, it doesn't he sound like you do like a little like bit, He needs to do a little bit of research, is all I'm saying. Because he's going to... Lo- no, I want him to win, but based on these claims, he's going to lose it in court. He needs to 23andMe and find the actual
1: guys who nailed Jesus and were there responsible for his execution. Yeah, we
0: need to, like, go dig up some, like, uh... Some urns filled with, like, pig's blood with, like, Pontius Pilate's remains in them.
1: Yeah, that's need a, cool. We
0: need a national treasure, the fucking Natural History Museum, so we can find fucking Judas's bones and then run a 23 on me and we'll catch him like the Golden State Killer.
1: I want to be the guy to hit the vase with the hammer to open it no no delicately opening you know like an experiment no we're just gonna get the hammer whack it open
0: i want to be the guy is you they're all trying to like figure out how to delicately open it you're like just get out of my way (laughs) and you just kick it with steel-toed boots and it bursts open as i'm in another room reading the book and it says by no means ever open this jar or yeah she ye shall be cursed
1: and the curse comes and swallows (laughs) us all.
0: and yeah now you got imhotep hunting us down shit But thanks God, thank God I got my six-shooter, dude.
1: Yeah, we'll be fine. Mommy's no fucking
0: shot for my six-shooter. Pontius Pilate was acting under the government of Rome, which is heated by Caesar. So your best case is going after the Vatican, because they definitely still exist. But also, they're on Jesus' side, too. So this is, I'm just waiting for the FX series based on this trial, starring John Travolta and Cuba Gooding Jr.
1: (laughs) Cuba Gooding Jr. as the Pope.
0: And people are like, where's your evidence? He said, read the Bible, next question. (laughs)
1: simple i like <laughs> this it.
0: dude fucking rules but i don't know get some clerks on it get some some assistance on payroll and uh do some real research because i don't know about you but i'm just gonna assume i don't know i'm i don't know much about american law to be frank but african law i'm assuming some things are slipping through the cracks
1: yeah I, this might be the last we hear of this case but i hope this lawyer has new refreshing cases on the
0: horizon i will pray tonight yeah. I, before I go to bed, I'll get on my knees in my nightgown, in my sleeping cap, and I will pray that this case continues. And that forward. cool
1: candle with the finger hole.
0: And a, the quote from the Pope just says, I just think this is ridiculous, <laughs> which is hilarious. You got a. You Pope, got a, also a straight shooter. You got a quote from the Pope, dude? That, hey, that means, hey, you're shaking some cages. You're yeah. rattling cages over at the Vatican, bro? You might be on the right track. So get your ducks in order. Um, that's it. All right. Well, I
1: got a hats off coming at you. All hats, hats off, hats you, off so far.
0: So far. So
1: far, but uh this one you you know, we did a little bit of a uh, this guy's coming after the Italians. I'm glad he didn't come after the French, aka my new favorite country.
0: Uh, I just realized how French the Tim Allen grunt sounds.
1: Uh, <laughs> dude, it's super French. I love France. Beat one. Mostly I felt I should be anti-France, but uh, I went to France. Everyone said they were going to be dicks to me. Everyone was really cool to me, so I didn't experience that.
0: I don't like French Canadians. at oh, all. Well. The French I've never really had a problem with. I know, like, three French people, and they all seem to be pretty chill.
1: I know one real French cunt, for sure.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to get one.
1: Yeah, she's my arch enemy. But
0: one out of three?
1: That's true. Well, heres you know what's cool about France? That's Hall of Fame in the Major leagues. baby. Check this out. I was in France, and I got into this town... At nighttime, but I still wanted to go in the ocean. Okay. And so I went swimming in the ocean at night. Probably not the best idea, but there were these uh, French ladies doing it, too. Then I hear a blood-curdling scream. Oh, Go to the beach. She got bit by something. I don't know what. I'm. I don't know if. They, I'm like. Do they even have stingrays here? I don't know much about uh, the local. No,
0: I have been bitten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just smoking a
0: cigarette on a boogie board. Not, I have been bitten. Not even
1: crying at all. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, my foot hurts. <laughs> but anyway, I just said uh, to the group of ladies, I bet if I pee on it, it'll make you feel better. And they let me pee on it, so I got to pee on a stranger's leg in France, and it helped.
0: That's a jellyfish thing. and also that no, you do it
1: for stingrays. You do it for stingrays.
0: But I don't think that that's or jellyfish tail.
1: I don't or sting. I don't know what stung them. Jellyfish yes, yeah, stingray. Right What's wow. yeah? Anyway, you got to soak in the bath. You anything that hurts you in the ocean, yeah, I should be peeing on your in foot. The, in your urine. Yeah, the, there you go. But anyway, my point is that's one reason I like French people. Another reason.
0: Urine can actually aggravate jellyfish stings.
1: Can yeah.
0: Oh, now we're moving. The vaccine can
1: kill people, and now I'm just picturing somebody. Some some celebrities (laughs) can molest children.
0: Um, now I'm picturing sting. Fucking Steve Irwin gets just pierce through the chest, and then everybody pulls him out of the water, and one guy's like, don't Bearded. worry, I got this, and he's pissing on him.
1: But another reason, they a French restaurant by my house that's a secret French restaurant because it looks like a shitty pizza place, but it's actually a cool French restaurant. I've been eating their French omelets and French Big Macs. Okay. Uh, pretty clutch, pretty tasty, best omelet I've ever had. But here's the real reason, the new reason, why my next vacation destination is going to be Paris, France, and Normandy. Because they have wily criminals abound. What? This is the coolest story I've read in a long time. All right. There's this jewel thief in Paris. He wants to get away with a good caper. Wait. Oh, he's bad to the bone. And he does it in such a French way that made me mad. But I'm like, dude, if you're white trash, be white trash, <laughs> kind of, you know, like yeah. if you're French, be, own it, dude. Be the, I love when
0: Europeans do fucked up shit because everybody, Americans, think they're all like classy and shit. I'm like, where do you think white people come from? Like, like a white trash? It's like, no, that was they probably come from a fine line of Germans or French or whatever. But all right, go continue. Well, right. It's mostly Irish, but. This guy's wily as shit.
1: So you're you're a celebrity. You're anyone. You're in you're in Paris. You need to get your eye checked. So you go to the ophthalmologist, right? Yeah, of course. You if you're Jean Claude Van Damme, optometrist. No, this is ophthalmologist. Oh. They're they're two different things. Whoa. Don't ask me the difference between the two. You Whoa. know, they both squiggly with your eyeballs. Newsflash. But, uh, one's for glasses. One's not. Anyway, whatever. But so Jean Claude Van Damme himself is in Paris is in Paris. His eyes must be hurting. So he goes to see the eye doctor. A crowd builds around him. Everyone is starstruck and losing their mind. The muscles from Jean-Claude's eyes hurt. So he needs to go to the eye doctor. So this wily criminal sees the jewelry store right next door, and in the distraction of Jean-Claude, robbed... 2 million euros worth of jewels by knife point by himself. That fucking rules. There were hundreds of witnesses everywhere. This poor, I don't know why, I assume it's an Asian family. I assume it's an Asian family in Paris, France, owning this jewelry store for some reason, Yeah, getting, which is fucked up, but he got away, hopped on a moped, rode off into the night. And the irony of Jean-Claude Van Damme going to get his vision checked while he robbed someone in broad daylight while they were blinded by fame or whatever is not yes. lost on this uh, now journalist. I'm a journalist.
0: <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Pulitzer Prize winning Spencer Callender. No, that's fuck it. Dude, I love that. Ocean's won, dude. Walked in with a knife and also the getaway on the moped. Every single European heist I've ever seen has to. They get on moped. Moped
1: into a roundabout with cool statues <laughs> ar- everywhere. That's the move. And that's what he did. With Jean-Claude
0: Van Damme. You think JCVD was on the take? I don't know. How much has he been working? But I'm saying, he's like, hey, I'm going to walk into this plaza and be like, my eyes hurt. And then you... Fucking- <laughs>
1: Me I- <laughs> you can't do his <laughs> accent.
0: Oh, my eyes are hurting. What is... Bro- Belgium is a weird... It's like French,
1: but like... I'm trying to just vision, like, I'm just watching Bloodsport in my mind right now, and I can't do that accent. There's oh, no way. Oh, you are
0: wanting to kick my ass. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's so
0: <laughs> nice
1: and, like, <laughs> timid in that whole movie, yet yeah.
0: somehow terrifying. Um, Well, you'd rather be a, what is it? A, uh, what is it? What's the saying? You'd rather be a uh, uh, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So some of those guys the f- being able to kick anyone's ass in the room makes them a much calmer guy makes them you know what i mean george st-pierre's like that speaking of french canadians one of the only french canadians i'll fucking vouch for but they're like i i am um, i was bullied in high school so i will uh, go on to be the calmest man of all time
1: i kind of i want to go to montreal and see these french canadians cuz I feel like I don't like them or like you know, like you said, you know, I didn't think yeah. I liked French people, you know, but uh, I'm sure it seems fine. like degenerate town out there. Like, oh, yeah, everyone who lived up, you know, right by the border, like, oh, we went to Montreal. That's where we did all our crazy shit. That's where we got wild. It was like their Tijuana.
0: Well, it's like a, it's an international city, like it's a European city in Canada. Crazy Some good food. People said it's weird, which is funny because I got shit from a like a. Like there's a there's a a Franco superiority from French Canadians, like oh French culture. And it's a superiority, the superiority,
1: yeah. But it's then
0: the... but then French people from France make fun of French Canadians, <laughs> so it's like uh, they call them like all fur trappers. Well, it's and like
1: shit. how o- people from Oklahoma consider themselves Southern from Texas, but the Texans are like, get out of here! What are you talking Fuck about? You. You're not one of us. But yeah, it's always my interactions with French Canadians has mostly been when I'm traveling and they get mad that I assume they speak English, where I I don't do that to regular French people. I don't do that to Italian people. I don't do that to Mexican people. Yeah. But I do assume a French Canadian is going to speak English because, what, you're a French country within the giant blob of English? Yeah, you know English. I know, and then they all talk to me in English right afterwards. So it's this weird fucking flaunting well, game even when you go to that Mexico, I'm not trying to play.
0: When you go to Mexico, you're like, oh, tu hablo inglés? And they're like, no, no, no. But they don't like... You go out and you're like, hey, parlez-vous anglais? And they're like, I will never speak English. Yeah. It's like, just chill out, man. Like, you're literally in a, a sea of English speakers. But, I don't know. You fucking chumps.
1: But so let's not, yeah, let's not take away. I want to give credit to this criminal because he used Absolutely. Jean-Claude Van Damme and two million euros. That's a lot. For I mean, one man, a moped, so and much, a knife.
0: Bro, that's a, that's a lot to carry. We did that story a couple months ago about the guy. Who got caught with a duffel bag with two million dollars in it? He got caught because the duffel bag was so heavy. That's a, it's like so if that's what two hundred. If that's what two million dollars in paper weighs a lot, can you imagine two million dollars in jewels?
1: Who knows? Who knows what kind of shop that was? That must have been a really fancy eye doctor. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme. So
0: you know what? I think I know who to put on the case. Who? But um, but um, but but the old Pink Panthers on it. Yeah, he's perfect for that. <laughs> Get somebody contact the ghost of peter sellers we've got an international crime on our hands
1: and let's get mr bean if peter sellers can't do it oh of
0: course uh um, oh
1: i tried watching some mr bean the other night Whew, not a chance <laughs> I, not a fucking I d- chance i did that a
0: couple years ago i'm like it's a classic right i'll check it out like i was like oh i like mitchell and webb and you know like some monty python stuff and then <laughs> i was like oh let's check out mr bean rowan at like it's great he's like a cultural icon and all, he basically plays Mr. Bean in uh, that movie Rat Race. You ever seen that?
1: Yep, I've seen that.
0: John Cleese is like the world's gonna end. Everybody goes, and he's just like, "It's a race, it's and,
1: a race." Then he does Johnny English, and yeah, yeah. So I never bothered. So
0: I watched. That. It's only one season, Mr. Bean, I think. Um, and in England, that's like four episodes. Uh,
1: yeah. Seriously, you're like
0: <laughs> they're they're yeah.
1: Honestly. Wallace and Grummet, I remember being like the biggest thing around for a brief moment man. when I was a kid. And it's like, You got three VHS tapes, four episodes total?
0: Yeah. That's all you got. Yeah, man. that's insane. But uh, you know, shout out to him. I love uh I love a nice European crime. Uh and honestly, we don't we don't see enough of it. Dude, second you said French jewel thief, I was in hook, line and sinker.
1: I know. And I wanna know, I hopefully he never gets caught so I never find out, but is he even a jewel thief? Yeah. Was this planned? Was it really just in the moment? I, I,
0: yeah. so I've been trying to think about that because I've been trying to go to Norway for a while. And Scandinavia is great for comedy. England would be fun to do comedy. But then I was like, I'd want to see France. But I would, I would never do comedy in France. <laughs> so that would just be like a vacation in the middle of like a tour. Because I want to see Normandy. R.I.P. to all the fallen. Paris? I, I was, let's check out this big fucking tower you guys keep talking about. Basically,
1: my uh, ch- one of my childhood best friends is doing me a favor. He's getting married in Normandy.
0: Oh, and la la!
1: So, yeah, dude, he he's a yeah you know, expat in it. He's been living all over the world. Oh, but gentleman. he's getting married in Normandy, so I'm gonna get to hang out in France,
0: France. But Normandy—that's another one where it wasn't France for the longest time. Because the Vikings kept fucking up France, so they just gave they just gave them a piece of it.
1: Yeah, it was that it was the site
0: where they uh, cheered the death of Jesus for a while. They should sue Normandy. I'm gonna hit up fucking that Kenyan lawyer and have him add a couple names to this lawsuit. He should be on our speed dial. Um. All right. How long are we in? Um. Let's find who. Which one should I? Oh, this was a good one. You know what? I'm just gonna no. Let's do a short story. Uh, this is a hats off again. Hats off to you, sir. All positive. All yin, no yang.
1: I've got one yang. Only oh. one.
0: Oh, no. And
1: it'll be short and sweet.
0: So Mike Tyson's son, uh, Amir, wants to fight Logan Paul. He's throwing his hat in the ring. All, everybody with over, you know, uh, 200,000 followers and a fucking six-pack wants to fight Logan Paul now because they know it's a fucking $10 million payday. Um, He just fought. For, but now it's like... You missed your chance. He flopped Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Mike Tyson's son. You're going to have to have more followers than... Yeah, exactly. But no, but that's... He's in this weird Did middle Did Mayweather ground. lay him out? Because he doesn't really lay anyone out. They didn't no, I think out. it, it went like to decision. Has, yeah, and he lost. Yeah. Um, but anyway... But so stupid. Tyson's son, Amir Tyson, could <clears throat> sneak in. Under the guise of his last name. Right, because it's like, oh well, Tyson's too old. Right, he's like he's he's fifty five now. I think I looked. He's up. still boxing.
1: He Tyson just boxed like two months ago.
0: Yeah, I know, but he doesn't want to fight Logan Paul. He fought another old as shit guy.
1: Yeah, he fought a good, a real boxer, not Logan Paul.
0: And it, Logan Paul was like, oh, I'm not going to fight Tyson. That's like a legit old guy. But he's like, I might consider fighting Amir Tyson because he's like, oh, it's one of the Tysons. He's like this boxing dynasty. You can get some. All he cares about is pay per views. Right? It's like that might bring in some cash. Mike Tyson on his podcast had he had his son on his podcast and he said his quote, "Man, knock this off and just get a job." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so hats off to Mike Tyson. Always,
1: dude. he's the fucking man. Tyson, Tyson is rules. the man. Oh, I love that dude so much.
0: So uh, yeah, he basically that's the, that's the entire update. Yeah, fifty five year old Mike Tyson, um, said. Uh, he wants to do this so bad. I said, man, just chill the fuck out. He wants to fight Logan Paul and those guys. He wants to do that shit. I said, man, chill out and just get a job. Get a real estate license. Just chill. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just take, take advantage of your lightweight wealthiness? Just chill, man. You don't want none of that. I'm telling you. Getting humiliated in front of millions. Of, so also, he's also telling his son he's going to lose. <laughs> you don't want none of that. Getting humiliated in front of millions of people. You got to be able to take that pressure. Well, yeah, he's basically, he said, you got lightweight wealthiness, and you don't want that humiliation. He's basically telling his son, you're going to lose this fucking fight to a Vine star. Don't put that on my name. Don't go out there as a Tyson, and you're going to get your fucking ass kicked for nothing. And get a job. It says here, the guy's like an entrepreneur, um, which whatever that means, he has a clothing line, probably. Um, Yeah,
1: he sells Mike Tyson energy drinks. Who knows?
0: Someone mentioned Mike Tyson... uh, Logan Paul said on his impulsive podcast, my lawyer mentioned it. This is Logan Paul. He said, nah, Tyson will rip your head off. You don't stand a chance. And I'm like, I just went through all this. You can't tell me I can't beat Mike Tyson. He's old, old. So maybe he might have to step in just to defend his father's honor. But in reality, bro, just like your dad said, you got money. I don't know. Start a T-shirt line.
1: Back off. Yeah. And that goes to you, too, Mason Pryor. Oh,
0: for crying out loud.
1: Uh, you got humiliated on that uh, on with Steve Harvey
0: on yeah. that show, so maybe. Oh, that was the most disrespectful. He's like, "Oh, y'all, that was royalty." He's going to come out here and do the exact same jokes, and I want you guys to cheer this time. And everybody's like, "Oh, I guess." But also, just no two-year comic should ever do the Apollo, unless it is like a fodder spot where you're just <laughs> feeding them to the wolves.
1: Yeah, not a televised. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, what do you got?
1: Oh, I got last one. The Yang? Gloves off, baby.
0: Oh, no!
1: This one's hard to do because I was really into it for a while, but BNN, the Black News Network, <laughs> gloves <laughs> off. For a couple reasons. One, it should be BNN. It's actually BLC, Black News Channel Beats. B-N-N is so much funnier and better. It's like CNN, B-N-N, and is one letter before C, so you're better than CNN.
0: Yeah, you get picked first in P-E.
1: And if you change it, you go to, yeah, anyway, Better News Network instead of Black News Network if you wanted to branch out. But yeah, of course. Basically, not really covering any black news. I tuned in yesterday to see what was going on with R. Kelly in the trial. And they were doing a whole hour-long special on the border crisis in Guatemala. That's just news. That affects all of us. That's you know, just news. That's not That's not black news. And then a bunch of COVID mm-hmm. coverage.
0: You thought you were turning into, like, fucking Hot 9-7 or the Shade Room.
1: Well, it kind of is. It can be at points, but the R. Kelly thing, I didn't just racistly assume they're going to cover <laughs> the R. Kelly trial in abundance. <laughs> they told me for weeks, it starts on Monday, we're going to cover yeah. it, we're going to knock it out. And nothing's really happened. All they've done is select a jury, and we don't even know who the jury is. So there's not that much to cover, but give me more check-ins and throw some R. Kelly videos on in the meantime until the trial really gets going on Wednesday. Yeah, because if
0: this trial turns out gnarly, I want to get all my R. kelly in before while I'm still allowed to listen to him. On TV, because... Because unless he dies, it's going to be a Michael Jackson thing where people start playing his music less. And then once he dies, you can start playing, you know... It'll
1: be a free-for-all?
0: You and not alone.
1: And so, yeah, Black News Network, don't promise me this, don't promise me R. Kelly news, or give me R. Kelly anything. You're talking about Guatemala, and I don't, I don't get that.
0: Yeah, at least do, if, you, if you're going to be able, like, tell me news from, like, I don't know, Haiti, or uh, Puerto Rico, where you got black Mexicans, or whatever.
1: But they're hyping this R. Kelly Platin- thing hard. LatinX. LatinX. But other than that, I like the, you know, good news
0: coverage, I like it. Yeah, you gotta get news from all different sources. That's why I do like um, you know certain like Instagram pages I follow, because it's just like a, a New York radio show. But I'm like, let's hear their take on Epstein. That might be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's the shock jock's <laughs> take?
0: That's all I got. What are we doing on time? Are we done?
1: That's We're done, baby.
0: All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you for listening once again, those four guys in France. I hope we didn't offend you. We're coming to see you soon.
1: No, I love France. Pro France.
0: Thank you to those four guys in France, those seven guys in India. Hopefully get some Scandinavian fans soon because I'm trying to sell out Copenhagen. Um, maybe some Ushlo. Um, go follow at Hogopod on Instagram, please. At Hogopod. That's for all comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old-fashioned hate mail. Dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. I'm at Mitchell Up. Go follow at Super Producer, at uh, Jeremy Beam, or at Beam Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.